you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. So um, this week, as we were trying to figure out what to talk about, um, we realized that we're halfway through Lent. And so we're going to do kind of like a midweek Lent or mid, mid-Lent mid uh, checkpoint. And so, Zach, as you uh, think about that, uh, what comes to mind? I, You know... Lent's one of those seasons, kind of like the beginning of, you know, January 1, right, where we, uh, in the church, we make resolutions in a, in a sense, it's a little more complicated than that, but, uh, you know, we give something up, we take something on, we, we do something in preparation for Lent that, um, you know, hopefully causes us to grow and uh, connect with God and connect with ourselves a little bit more. And I, I think sometimes we, um, like, like a new year's resolution, we get to the middle of Lent and go, Oh, I haven't done the thing I said I was going to do. And, you know, we often, because we're human, feel some sort of, um, guilt or shame or, you know, things like that. And I, I simply want to encourage you. That's okay. Whatever you're doing or not doing or whatever you've, uh, tried to take on as a spiritual practice or, or give up uh, in your life and it hasn't gone perfectly, that's okay. Uh, I want to encourage you in that sense of Lent's not a time for us to be perfect. And if uh, we don't achieve that perfection through Lent, it's okay. Uh, I just simply want to lift up that encouragement to um, that it's okay. And uh, if you're, if whatever you're doing, even if you've only done it once and it made you feel good, feel that thing, <laughs> Great. hold on to that and let it uh, bring you closer to yourself and closer to God. I almost want to just like play devil's advocate and just go complete opposite and be Do like, no, you <laughs> must submit to your Lytton discipline and you must like, you know, eat all the things on Saturday or Sunday night or, you know, I don't know. No, I, you know, I think like the hard part about when we get to this point in Lent, um, if we're truly following it, the, the question I've always asked, the question I like, I'll ask and probably tell I'm blue in the face will be is whatever our practice is, whatever our Lent discipline is, how is it working with our connection with God? And, uh, um, if it has nothing to do with God, like if you decide to eat, quit eating chocolate and it doesn't wreck your relationship with God, or if it doesn't like adjust your behavior towards God, like, is it worth, like, it was it really worth the practice of Lent? You know, the practice of Lent is to recenter us, refocus us, renew us. And, and if our practice doesn't do those things, then you're not doing it. I mean, I honestly real, like you're not doing it right. Um, Lent is supposed to be a season of, recentering i mean repentance like is a big theme of lent and if we're not doing things that cause us to repent um you know i really would you know encourage you to think about that like how does your lent if you're still doing it like how's your lent practice shape and guide your faith and um if you've forgotten about it that's okay too like i think zach's okay right like that's okay too but like get back into something uh because you'll find some help there 
Right. And it and it's I, I guess what I'm trying to to rally against is the guilt and shame of well, if you didn't do it perfectly, right? Uh to to whip yourself and and flog yourself and uh repent in those ways because uh, i think a lot sometimes we we do that well you, you weren't perfect you didn't do it right you're not a good christian blah 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 um when in reality if as long as we're striving as long as we're trying and we use those moments that we that it does click to ask that question how is this bringing me closer uh how is the strengthening my relationship strengthening strengthening my faith um we have a leg forward uh over the top of you know the kind of common guilt and shame that's that's placed on top of it lent advent um ordinary time Mm -hmm. like the real question we have to ask is like are you the same person you were a year ago because of your faith and if you're not like what are you what can you do you know what are some practices you can do and i'm you know, I, I love spiritual practices. I mean, I, I Lexio Divinia every day. I, I mean, I, I do sitting meditation periodically. I do a lot of those. The one I don't do, I hate journaling. I think journaling is like the worst thing ever because it brings up trauma from when I was a kid. So I don't, I don't mess with journaling. Um, but I think um, having spiritual disciplines and spiritual practices are what get us through whatever it is we're going through. And, you know, I want to encourage you that if um, you're struggling with that, you know, seek a pastor, seek a spiritual um, director to help you, you know, with those things um, and discern what's a best practice for you. But don't let that be something that like um, that doesn't push you forward. Like I, and right. I said, I said this the other day that our, you know, I really do believe that our spiritual practices should renew us, but that doesn't mean we go back to who we are. It means that we move forward into the creation that God created us to be. Right. And, and, and the thing that we get caught up in Lynn or just anytime we make any kind of uh, resolution, we, we don't do the things that other people do if they don't work for you. Right. Find the thing that works for you. Um Sitting and meditating, not a thing that I do well. Uh, sitting and doing anything quietly is not a thing I do well. Um, it doesn't connect me with anything. Um, but being being out and about, talking to people, uh, just being out in nature, do, those things are what, those are my spiritual practices, right? And so find the thing that works for you. Because uh, I can tell you, I spent, I don't know, way, way too many years thinking I had to do my faith and Christianity and practices uh, like everyone else. And they just didn't work. Uh, They didn't bring me closer to anybody. Um, But it was when I found those, found the practices that I do uh, helpful. They're, they're different, you know? And so don't think that you have to do this Lent like everyone else. Uh, Like Matt said, find the thing that works for you and that connects you, not only with yourself, but with God and see how that pushes your faith forward um, or strengthens it or how, whatever, right? Whatever verb you want to put there. Um, what works for you works for you. And really, truly, isn't anybody else's business but your own. Um, and so find that, that thing, whether it's something you can do every day, whether it's something you do once a week, whatever, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, find what works for you. And know uh, that there's seasons, right? <laughs> right? Sometimes it'll be great and other times it'll fall flat. And, and, and I, think okay that, that. That, I think that's important is that it's your spiritual journey and it's not anyone else's. And so like, if you see something, like if, um, you know, I was 
someone was trying to get me to do something and I was like, no, like this is just not who I am. And like, well, you're not trying hard enough. Like, well, no, I am. I'm just not, I'm not the same person as you are. And, and like recognizing what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do, like make your no be no. And don't really feel fall into that guilt of like having to do something that you don't feel like you can do. You know, there's nothing wrong with saying no. Like that's something that I was talking with my daughter about the other day with something is like, make your no be no. And like, hold on to that. And if they're not going to respect your no, you don't need to be their friend. And I think that that's the same thing. Like, you know, sometimes we say no. And I think there are times when we say no, we need to be pushed to say yes for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but also know that if you're always saying no, then now yeah, you probably need to maybe say yes every now and then or the other way around. If you're always saying yes, maybe you need to say no every now and then too to see um, to help you free yourself up a little bit. Um, Cause I think we overwhelm ourselves too much. And I think that's, and so to kind of go back to what we were starting with and like, let's kind of bring it full circle is that's what happens in Lent. We get so tied up uh-huh. in everything else going on that we forget whatever our practice is, or we didn't really dive into it like we should because we weren't as invested in it as we needed to be because we lost the importance of it of what Lent really is, is about a reconnection and reconfiguring ourselves um, to grow closer towards God. Well, I I think it's that. I think it's also the mentality of, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to run a, I'm going to run a half marathon and you set out to run the half marathon and train for it. And you try to run, you know, 12, 13 miles on your very first run ever. It's not going to, it's not going to work. You got to start slow. You got to run a mile. Uh, and, and work your way up into that distance. Lent, Lent and spiritual practices aren't anything different. If you say, Hey, I'm going to read the whole Bible through Lent. Good luck. That's a lot. Um, like I would really question your sanity at that point. Exactly. But if you say, Hey, I'm going to read through Matthew's gospel through Lent, that's a fair one. It's a fair enough bite to, to, to pull off and, uh, the time through Lent, but it also paces yourself to move on to the next thing. And so you've created a practice rather than a, um, <laughs> a uh, I don't even know what to call it, but you know, you're running a mile instead of trying to run 13. Well, and I think too, um, of course you like the running med- metaphors because you actually do like to, to run. I think running is the devil. No, I don't like to run, um, but yeah, right. You think, I don't you... want my heart to explode. Uh, yeah. So... It's going to explode either way. What does it matter? <laughs> Once but, you live your that's, life to the fullest. That's, right. But that's, but that's the thing is we, we try <laughs> to, we try to dive in head first in the moment we hit that wall and we, you know, it's way harder than we thought it's easy to give up and it's easy to justify that giving up because we, we bit off more than we could chew. Well, it was like, okay. So for me, um you know i just started walking i know it sounds crazy i just started walking last week like like literally remove couches and so um yesterday when i was talking with um my prayer group and i was talking about like my legs are killing me and it hurts and i was like but i was like i want you to understand like i just started walking in after not walking for six weeks so i expected this and so like i think too with lint like any other spiritual practice we have to be willing, like there's going to be struggles along the way and how we push through those struggles matters. Um, and so like, I, I mean, I'm, I kind of want to wrap this up as, as we bring this to a close today, you know, like it's okay to be where you're at 
but don't just settle for that and move forward and, and find ways that you can connect with God and really lean into, maybe you jump back to what your Lenten practice was. Maybe you've fallen short maybe, you know, you need to jump in. And, um, you know, I know for like me, the hard part for me is like, you know, I have committed to reading, I'm committing to reading this devotional book and like I'm a couple of days behind. So maybe not catch up, but maybe just start over with the day. And like, that's kind of what I did this week. And I've really enjoyed it. I haven't felt like I've had to build upon it. Um, but I've really enjoyed what I've read thus far. And like, I mean, I think that that's like, it's okay to hit reset. And I think that's kind of where we're at where it's okay to hit reset, but like, you know, please continue to practice and please continue to do what you need to do to, to enhance your faith. And, you know, we want to encourage you to um, check out our website at beardedtheologians.com. We've got a lot of great content up there. Um, pick up a shirt or two uh, for Father's Day and all those holidays are coming. There's a lot of those kind of holidays coming up that'd be good for Bearded Theologians gear. Um, ordinations, what a great ordination gift would be a Bearded Theologians coffee mug. Um, we've seen those pop up in some of those pastoral videos that you all are doing out there and you know, uh, feel free to continue to do that. And um, well, thank you for listening and don't forget to share us and like us and, and connect with us uh, through the social medias. And so for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. Uh, I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. First guys, I want you to subscribe and like this video. And put that thumbs, push that thumbs up. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.